the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It is a couple minutes after 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. AM 560 WFIL.com, perhaps on the app. If you don't have the app, you're welcome to download it free from WFIL.com. Put it on your smartphone or tablet. Carry us with you wherever you go. We're a good company. At least I'd like to think so. Kind of cloudy the rest of the afternoon, evening, tomorrow, Sunday as well. Rain off and on. Probably get a sunny break a couple times. But a lot chillier than uh, earlier this week. 67 today's high, down to 49 tonight. A high of just 53 tomorrow. And Sunday's high, 57. Going to be kind of windy as well over the weekend. Sunday, or sorry, Monday, finally kind of getting into what you're hoping for in terms of grilling and hanging out for Memorial Day weekend. Mix of clouds and sun on Monday with a high of 75. Phillies are off tonight. They are at Tampa Bay tomorrow afternoon at 110. And the Sixers are up two games to none in their playoff series against Washington. Game three tomorrow at 7 o'clock in the evening, of course. As on a Zoom call this afternoon, the Sixers doing practice and having some players come over to the microphone and share a couple of thoughts. Tobias Harris, one of their best players, was one of those who stopped by and chatted with the media. And he was asked about his approach when he's on the court and he sees and finds himself in a mismatch in terms of someone who's guarding him and he thinks he can uh, take advantage of it. What's his, what's going through his mind? Biggest thing is I'm, I'm going to just take my time. Uh, and that's like the first thought of my mind is take my time and, um, you know, use my strength first. If a guy, if a guy can hold, hold his weight, use, uh, you know, my, my, my speed and skill. And at the end of the day, just be able to rise up and, and uh, shoot a shot. Uh, yeah, that, that that comes with a lot of prep work. You know, I, I, I prep a lot with Paul Reed and Rajon. Um, so I get two different fields. You know, Paul's a really good post defender with his size on him. And Tuck is a uh, really physical guy. Um, both of them foul out every time, but they give a good match. You know, it's, it's just fun working, but it's, uh, it's about the work that goes in behind the scenes to be able to get to those spots. And I appreciate them guys for pushing me. That's Tobias Harris of the Sixers. He mentioned uh, Paul Reed and Rajon Tucker, both who don't play very much. In fact, I don't think Tucker's been in the playoffs yet. And uh, Paul Reed had had a few minutes, a few minutes in the game in Game Two. But in practice, they're the ones who push Tobias Harris to be the best he can be. And uh, therefore, you know, one of those great examples again. You know, whatever your role may be to help serve the greater uh, team uh, goal, then you want to do that well. And apparently Reed and Tucker are doing just that for Tobias Harris, who often goes out, scores 20 or 30 points in the game, and helps the Sixers win. We'll see about that for Game 3 tomorrow night. 
Bible League 2086 Bibles Down. It's our newest update. Just 114 to go. We can just see that finish line. We have been working with Bible League all month and uh, asking for your help to provide $5 for a single Bible for believers in Africa. And many folks have stepped up. Some have done a couple or four or five. Others have done 10, 20, or many more. Whatever you can do, it all adds up. It's a, kind of a neat thing for the WFIL listening family to be a part of. So if you would like to do that, the goal is that 2,200 Bibles by Monday. So you can either go to 800-YES-WORD on the phone, 800-YES-WORD, or WFIL.com. There's a big banner there called Open the Floodgates Bibles for Africa. It's a beautiful thing to be able to give the Word of God to somebody who doesn't have a copy. In fact, it may very well be the only copy that they ever have. So thanks again to all who have done that. And um, if you want to join in, it's definitely not too late. Also want to point out to you over the weekend, if you have a chance, go to WFL.com for other things. There are a bunch of contests happening right now, some new ones as well, some are the, that are ending. Our Ministry of the Month is Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. That program's at 5 o'clock each weekday and 5.30 a.m. And we're giving away his new book, Brave by Faith. He joined us on the show recently. Uh, also, Pastor Greg Laurie, who was on with us yesterday, has a new book out. Billy Graham, The Man I Knew. We're giving that away through Monday. It's the last day you can enter. So those are wrapping up. You still have time. We're also giving away $1,000 for Father's Day. And, newly added, four packs of tickets to Sight and Sound in Lancaster. All at WFL.com for the uh, Esther Show. And the Esther uh, uh, Show is actually running through most of the rest of the year, through December 23rd. But we're giving away tickets over the next week or so. So get involved in that. And there are a bunch of other things, too at WFIL.com. Today we have a wonderful program. We have a couple special guests. Cam Anthony, Philly's own, who won season 20 of The Voice this week. Also, a little later on in the hour, interestingly enough, the gentleman who used to sit in this chair before I did, Eric Metaxas. He's an author, radio host, he's also a speaker, and he's at the Ocean City Tabernacle this Sunday, 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m., Details at octabernacle.com. So both Cam and Eric will be joining us. And also, of course, Memorial Day is coming up on Monday. I want to try and slip in some music from Phil Driscoll. He has an amazing version of America the Beautiful. So all that's going on. On top of that, we would like to give away some gift cards this hour via text. So here's our text line. 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-36-DOVE. 83. Just text in your name and your address with your zip. And uh, if you haven't won in the past month, you're eligible. We'll simply give you one for texting in. It's not a drawing. We'll give you one. And we'll run that for the first, let's say, uh, you know what? Let's give you between now and our pun segment on the back end. So that gives you a healthy 40 minutes or so to text in. Again, the number is 610-500-DOVE, and the four different ones you could get, any of the four, Rita's, Panera, Wawa, or Duncan. You can name which one you want. They're a courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown, sponsor of our fine broadcast. More to come. Cam Anthony from uh, The Voice on the way next in WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 411, Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. 
He's from Philadelphia, and he just won season 20 of The Voice on Tuesday nights a few nights ago. And he joins us on our fine broadcast, Cam Anthony. What's going on? What's up, Tim? Thank you for taking time to chat today. Thank you for having me. For sure. We uh, we spoke about six weeks ago when the competition was still unfolding. A lot has happened in six weeks. Uh, so congratulations to you on winning season 20 of The Voice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, a lot has changed, and I'm definitely just taking some time to let it soak in. Good for you. Good for you. Back up for a second, uh, just for context. What was the very first official step in participating in season 20 of The Voice? How long And how long ago was that? Um, it was actually around this time last year, and it was the quarantine that, that kind of got it set in motion. I had a lot of time to think about, you know, my journey as an artist and how long I've been working on music and, you know, it just, it just, I knew that I needed something to, I needed to do something different. And so I I decided that I was going to leave my label. And that night, actually, I received an email from The Voice um, telling me that casting calls were open and it just was divine. I think it was just perfect timing. Yeah. And not that you could know fully um, then, but had you done some calculating about what participating in The Voice might mean for everyday life, including... Or maybe when did you realize, I may have to put some things on hold, <laughs> some stuff's going to have to wait, or is it more just, I'm going to roll with it and, and we'll, we'll discover it as it goes? I think it was a combination of both. I mean, I knew for sure that this would be life-changing in every level, um, um, but I, I didn't know, and I didn't, I didn't necessarily, like, my goal was not to win exactly. It was just, you know, my manifesting was really asking for whatever was best for me, and whatever that was is what I was looking towards, and... So I'm, I'm grateful that this was exactly what was in the cards, and I'm honored to be able to uphold this uh, this tradition. And hopefully I can, you know, change what it means to be a winner of The Voice and, and, and inspire some change on the show as well. Yeah, your coach, Blake Shelton, certainly referenced that and how important and how excited he was for you, not just to win, but for what it means even for the program itself. How do you think you personally, you know, a year later, are different, and even if it's a small way, as a singer and uh, as a performer? that as an artist I've changed in so many ways uh, I've gotten to understand myself as an artist so many more I mean so much more by just you know being around so many different artists and seeing them also step into their you know their place of, of who they want to be as an artist so yeah. I've definitely learned a lot from my castmates and I think that you know I, I think that going into this, this experience that was one of the things that I could expect and I knew what would happen there would be a lot of rebirth um, and transformation as I was watching the uh, this performance of the song Stand Up by Cynthia Arrivo originally, obviously, and as, as the, the competition's going on, there's more and more, uh, at least the judges sometimes will talk about, there's a big difference between just being able to sing, sing the notes, and then act like you're enjoying it or that you're into the, that part of it. Would you say that there's been growth in that for you, too? Or, or That's kind of been how you are for a lot of years, though, too, right? And, you know, it doesn't seem like you were, like, mechanical, and then, then you got more charisma going. It seems like that's who you've been for a long time too. Well, for sure. I think, I I think that it just, it just speaks to how much I enjoy. I really, really, really enjoy, you know, just being on the stage and being able to bring forth any type of message, whatever it would would be. Um, And then I also think that just, it was a combination of just this entire experience. Like it was definitely life changing and it was a blessing to just meet so many different people and, and have them become actual family members to me. So Mm. I'm, I'm just, 
That's a great, uh, you know, a great segue. I, ha- I was thinking about the time you were on Ellen when you were young, m- you know, much younger. There, I think you had, there was a time where you're ma- you mentioned your math teacher giving you advice about including staying true to your friends and, and kind of the idea of being grounded that no matter whether you're famous or semi-famous or not famous at all, that you are true to those people and they to you because it could obviously be different as things are growing and as you get presumably more, a, a bigger platform. Has that, have you, you keep in touch with your math teacher at all? And have you had a, a, that voice in your ear still, so to speak, to remind you of, of staying grounded? Well, I haven't spoken to that math teacher um, in a, quite some time. That was my, I think it was my third grade uh, teacher. Okay. Or it might be third grade, but um, I definitely do keep in touch with my teacher. Her name is Miss Palumbo. Um, and or her name is uh, Mrs. Hassan now. Yeah. She's married. Okay. Um, but, She's been the one who's definitely been in my corner and, and, and making sure that I remember, you know, where I've come from. And she actually sent a message not too long ago, uh, speaking to my message and my dedication letter. And she was like, you know, I'm so happy to see that Cam Cam writing has changed. <laughs> um, because that's something we actually really, really worked hard on because I had a hard time with that. When I was that's so, great. Well, speaking- I appreciate it. Yeah. And well, and speaking of your, you know, of your, uh, roots philadelphia of course very proud of you and we're a philly station and uh and you're welcome anytime you want to drop by or we'll make room for you to hop on and and chat as, as things grow for sure. and you know it's kind of neat too because you had learned if i'm not mistaken you grew up in your grandfather's church is that where you kind of got the the singing not that you're there to perform for the audience per se but being on stage at least or being involved in a group setting for sure uh you know i think Church definitely prepared me for this type of thing. Um, I definitely grew up with my entire family becoming the, you know, the church choir, and we were part of the usher board, and we were dancers, and hmm. all of that. We definitely got pretty close in, into the performing uh, side of, of church, but it was all about the feeling that we would get and the love that was, you know, being passed around. It was there was, I mean, I'm sure you understand. There's this vibe that you get from just attending a service and sure. and being. A, with others who are, you know, uh, working towards something similar or, or even greater than, than yourself. So, yeah, um, I think beauty in that, that, that had me inspired. You, you know, uh, Ken, the last line of that song uh, by Cynthia Revo, Stand Up, uh, I Go to Prepare a Place for You. And again, that's, I guess, yeah. a song from Harriet. My mom passed away in April of 2015, and there were two Bible passages that, for some reason, came to mind for me. And one of them was from the Gospel of John, which has that mm-hmm. verse in it. It says, in my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And so when I heard that song, you performed this, I was like, oh, I forgot. I didn't know that that was in there. And it just resonated sure. so much. Because, I mean, in her case, she I think she's uttered those words before she was about to pass away. So, Oh, wow. Um, yeah, this is that's that's crazy. John 14, too. Um, it definitely is a very impactful uh, last line of the song because it's not even just, you know, just the idea that we all are working towards this place and this idea that we can, you know, we can come together as one and make a life that really works for all of us. It's, you know, it's very important. So, yeah, I, I'm working for all of us so that we can all create this place that is, you know, based in love and, and truth. Well, it's great to uh, great to catch up with you again. Uh, last quick question for you. Just back to your coach for a moment, if you would. Uh, Blake, he seems to be a, a, a you know fun guy, but very calm and grounded and, and is that true and if so did that come into play at all as you're advancing to bigger and bigger things throughout the voice uh to have that that kind of a presence alongside you for sure um i think 
I think everybody can see that Blake is just such a cool, chill, and down-to-earth guy, and, and it definitely read um, off-screen as well. You know, he, he's just made it very, 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 you know, easy for me to just explore my creativity, and, 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 and it's been pretty calming throughout the process because, you know, this is a production as well, so it can be very stressful, but, you know, just having him there and, and guiding me through the process and just reminding me, like, hey, just have fun with it overall. You know, that was a that was a great, great reminder. That's great. Well, congratulations again, Cam. God bless you. I'm glad you're local. Maybe we'll run into each other sometime. And uh, it's it's a pleasure to watch you succeed. And we're rooting for you to continue to have great success. And uh, have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy yourself as well. Thank you, Cam. Bye-bye. All right. All right, Cam Anthony, season 20 winner of The Voice. I mentioned in reference to the song there that he did along the way there, uh, the uh, song Stand Up, originally done by Cynthia Revo and the film Harriet. Let's give you that song here, and we'll get ready for Eric Metaxas shortly as well. Don't forget, in the meantime, you want to text in to win a gift card. Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa, $5.60. Anyone who texts in between now and let's make it $4.45, we'll give you one. Just need your name, address, include the zip in there so we can mail it out to you. It's Cam Anthony, WFIL. Yeah. AM560, WFIL.com on the app. There's that captain there from uh, John, chapter 14, and verse 2. Cam Anthony and uh, his version of Cynthia Rivo's stand-up on the Tim DeMoss Show. Quick break. On the way, a special song from Phil Driscoll to celebrate Memorial Day, which is coming up on Monday. Get updated on a couple of things, and then we have Eric Metaxas joining us, author, radio host, and speakers at the Ocean City Tabernacle this Sunday at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. as well. All that more on the way, WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com on the app. Phil Driscoll, great version of America, the beautiful, from his Celebrate Freedom CD. Of course, Memorial Day coming up on Monday. Memorial Day, of course, observed the last Monday of May, observing and honoring the uh, men and women who died while serving in the U.S. military. It was called Decoration Day in the beginning uh, after the Civil War and became an official federal holiday in 1971. So uh, hopefully as you are enjoying family time uh, and with friends and all that, that we you certainly uh, take time to remember perhaps you know somebody who served or perhaps even lost uh, lost in service. So, uh, you know, I, I had a, my friend Nick. Nick's our neighbor right across the street. He's 97 years young. Actually, we're not sure if he's 98, 96. He's not sure either. <laughs> he doesn't have to. Uh, but uh, he was on with us during Veterans Day back in, I guess it was November, and uh, took him a coffee and uh, a donut. And we, uh, we chatted, and he told me some stories. He has four flags on his front lawn that represent, uh, in, in honor of his four buddies who all passed away when they were in combat together. They were... 19 to 20 years old at the time. And for context, we had Cam Anthony on a little while ago who won season 20 of The Voice. He's only 19 as well. And so, you know, uh, to be grateful, uh, to you know, even if you haven't met the person, I know when I look at those flags, I'm, it makes me think about being thankful for that. I, I happen to have a nephew who passed away in conjunction with service in Iraq. 
So take the time. John Butterworth, I remember, I remember him telling me this one time. He does traffic for our sister station, Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer. And when we used to work together on 990, when it was a Christian music station, he said his uh, son, John Butterworth's son, when he was a little boy, whenever he would see a veteran, he would walk up to him and say, thank you for your service. And it means a lot. It means a lot. You don't have to know the person, but just to show that appreciation. So hopefully we can each do that in some shape or form over the next few days. Uh, forecast, a little miserable, uh, uh, although I don't mind it personally. I know some folks aren't big on clouds and rain, but it looks like it's going to be kind of cloudy and rainy the next two or three days, down to 49 tonight. Kind of chilly, that's the other odd thing. 53 the high tomorrow, 57 for Sunday, kind of windy too. Monday looks pretty good, mix of clouds and sun and a high of 75. Uh, Phillies are not playing tonight, which is kind of rare on a Friday night. They are at Tampa Bay tomorrow afternoon at 110. Zach Wheeler on the mound. He has been... Uh, uh, worth the price of his contract. He's been doing great. Uh, yesterday, Spencer Howard is in his second season with the Phillies. Uh, pitched four innings, pitched well. Gave up a couple of hits and a run. Phillies eventually wound up winning the game. Um, and he's still kind of feeling his way around, young guy. And uh, he was asked after the game about his velocity, and here's what he had to say. No, I think that's uh, just a product of not really maintaining consistent mechanics at this point. I know definitely for me moving forward, that's going to be my focus uh, over the next four-ish days. Get a lot of towel work out there and try to sink back into my legs more and, you know, be a little bit more efficient. And I think that'll that'll come with time. It's it's definitely progress, continuing to just kind of push the envelope conditioning-wise. I think coming off the last start and this one, it's trending in the right direction. And um, yeah, I'm hoping to just stick to the routine and hopefully next outing, maybe push through five, get into six, and we'll see. That's it. A lot of the starters hope to, hope to get at least through six innings and then get to their bullpen. Some will hope to go beyond that six anymore. But right now, he's feeling his way around, and four innings, four innings of good work, that'll, that'll do for now. Uh, also, Sixers at Washington tomorrow night at 7. Sixers lead two games done in their playoff series. Was on a Zoom call earlier today with guard Furkan Korkmaz. Love saying his name. And he was asked about... The team avoiding a letdown in game three. You know, you have a two games none lead. Maybe you take your foot off the gas pedal a little bit. Here's what Furcon had to say. And you'll hear the sneakers uh, as the players were still playing on the floor. Series looks like 2-0, but we are going to every game like a 0-0. You know, that sh- should be our mentality. Uh, we know what we can do, what we're going to do. Uh, I don't think it's about Washington. I think it's about us, this series. Uh, because uh, we show them already, you know, uh, we beat you guys twice. We are coming to get third and fourth, fourth win and then get back to Philly, you know, wait for our opponent. But uh, we are still trying to go step by step. And then everybody everybody knows that uh, what we are capable of. That's it. One game at a time. Keep at it. Pretend you're behind or it's even. Not that you're ahead. Furkan Korkmaz of the Sixers. Again, game three tomorrow night. Sixers at Washington. Bible League, 2,086 Bibles down, 114 to go. We are almost there. If you want to help out, 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or at WFIL.com. $5 covers the cost of a single Bible. We have through Monday to hit the goal. I'm sure we can do it as we look to send 2,200 Bibles to new believers in Africa. In the meantime, this coming weekend, one of many things happening at the Ocean City Tabernacle. Eric Metaxas is going to be there couple of uh, services. Eric on our sister station, too. Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer. Eric joining us. How are you, my friend? I am just swell. How are you? Great. We're looking forward to you coming to 
the uh, the area at the Ocean City Tabernacle on I Sunday. Can't, I can't believe I'm going to be there. The, the first service is really early, so uh, <laughs> yeah. it's an eight thirty service. It's early if you're if you're driving from some other place. But yeah, I'm speaking twice at the Ocean City Tabernacle Sunday morning, and uh, I'm very excited that I get to do that. I'm sure somebody as busy as you is continually prepping. Life is show prep in a lot of ways, and I'm sure talking in front of folks and, and giving a message is kind of an ongoing honing of the final product. How's it going so far uh, along those lines, and what are you planning to talk about that day? Well, I, what I'm going to do uh, at Ocean City Tabernacle, obviously in Ocean City, New Jersey, is I'm going to give the story, really, of my life and how I came to faith. Hmm. I was raised in, um, you know, in, in a home where we went to church every Sunday, but I never really got it. And by the time I went to college, I had the privilege uh, and the uh, difficulty of going to Yale University, which is a spiritually very dark place, you know, very, as you would guess, very super politically liberal. And I got confused, and I drifted away, and by the time I graduated, I was totally lost. Mm-hmm. And so the story, uh, in my, it's actually my new book, it's called Fish Out of Water, A Search for the Meaning of Life. And in my book, Fish Out of Water, I, I tell that story of how around my 25th birthday, I had a very dramatic, miraculous conversion experience. I mean, it's like one of these things you, you'd think, you know, it couldn't happen to you. It would be in a book. You'd read about it. Well, I finally put it in a book, but it really happened. And I, I want to tell that story because people need to hear, number one, that God is real. They need to hear miracle stories told in a way that, you know, I think if you're really honest, you have to say, I, I think this is real. This is He's not making it up, you know. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a faith builder for people, and it, and it helps people navigate who maybe aren't where I am in terms of faith in God, that they just see that, okay, this is this, there's something to this. And so I wrote the book, uh, Fish Out of Water, the one that I'm talking about. I wrote it because I think people need to see the story of somebody who's just like them, like, you know, kind of drifting along, trying to figure it out, not sure what to think, not sure who to listen to, and then finally coming to this really radical moment. Uh, And so I said, I want to put it in a book. A lot of the book um, is really funny stories, because the reason it's titled Fish Out of Water is because of the miracle ending, but also because I felt like I had a fish out of water growing up. My dad is Greek from Greece. My mom's German from Germany. So it's kind of like a crazy... Uh, upbringing, you know, when you're raised by European immigrants, you don't really, you feel like sometimes you don't fit in and whatever. So a lot of it is funny stories of, of growing up kind of an, in, in an immigrant world and trying to figure things out. So most of it is, is meant to be funny, but ultimately it arrives at this serious, uh, you know, en- ending. And so I, I have the privilege uh, Sunday twice of, of telling the story and afterward, you know, I'll be signing copies of the books and hanging out and stuff. So I just, I love it. I spoke there about a year ago. Yeah. And just as COVID was like, you know, people are thinking, are we going to open up? And, of course, all of us thought, of course we're going to open up, except yeah. we didn't know it would take another year plus. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm going back. Uh, I don't plan to wear a mask. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just going I'm, to, I'm looking forward to it. Ocean City, uh, New Jersey, it's beautiful. So I'm just glad I get to be there. Eric Metaxas is our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show. You're just tuning in. OCTabernacle.com is more info on that. Again, this coming Sunday, 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and there's some book signings as well involved with that. So 
Now, will you have, I know when you travel, it's probably not, I don't know, it's easier to have stuff drop uh, shipped or whatever how they call it. Will, will there be books there for sale or should people bring their books or how does that work? Do you know? I think I'm almost certain that they're going to be books for sale. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that was, that's the whole idea that they've got some bookseller there and uh, okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to be there. I'll sign anything. I'll sign a calf. <laughs> I'll sign somebody else's book, whatever, you know, I'm just there to, to meet people. And I love that, you know, that especially after the service, just to get to meet people and talk and stuff. So I will be there and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know it'll be fun. You and I have some common ground in that uh, our, our family heritage is Greek. All four of our grandparents, my mom and dad's side came from Greece and or Con- uh, Constantinople. They were kind of on the border when the border was. Are you kidding? Yeah. How did I miss that? So, That's amazing. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm ashamed I don't know more Greek in terms of speaking. But, you know, interestingly enough, this weekend, a lot of Greek Orthodox churches in this neighborhood are doing festivals. So a lot of uh, euros and avalemono soup and baklava floating around. Right. Uh, right. Greek music and overpriced kitty rides, too. So, uh, <laughs> in fact, it's, it starts tonight, I think. But have you ever been to the motherland, so to speak, in your travels? Oh, many times. Okay. Many, many times. And I write about it in the in the book that I'm talking about, Fish Out of Water. Yeah. I write about what it meant to me uh, going back, especially when I was young, kind of reconnecting and finally understanding some things about who I am and where I come from. And that's a, that's a big part of the story. And I think that, you know, I wrote the book particularly – for people of faith to give to people who are not on the same page theologically, you know, maybe just people that don't know what they think. And I thought this mm. book might help them navigate their own journey to God because we, we need help, you know? And I think my story just by nature of, of, of how crazy it is will help people. So I, I, I especially Greeks, I, I keep thinking, I can't wait. I wish I could give a copy to every Greek person in the United States. Like, I think that they're going to see stuff in here that you don't normally read about, but it's going to, you know, it's going to be, uh, uh, it, it'll be very familiar, you know, to see your, your we've all been through this, these crazy stories. Sure. So, yeah, I just think it's, uh, it's an important story to tell. I finally put it in a book. And I will be uh, I will be speaking and uh, signing books and hanging out. EricMetaxas.com. Folks can look it up. Uh, Eric M E T A X A S. So there's no I in there. So the Greek even some people might think, oh, there's no I in there. No, it's not. It's just yeah, right. Uh, yeah, and people if they just go to my website, it's just my name, EricMetaxas.com. You can find everything there. My radio show, my TV show, my books, whatever. It's just my name, ericmetaxas.com, and they yeah. can find it. Speaking about the books part of your, your the hats that you wear and being an author, I was going to ask you a holiday weekend reading, perhaps. It sounds like Fish Out of Water might be a great way for people to start to get to know you before they'd move on to some of the other bestsellers you've written. Or or do you have advice on if people want to start, you know, getting the, the tax collection? I think it all, it all depends on where people are. My, my, the new book, Fish Out of Water, it's a literary read. It's for people who, you know, who, who read. They like to read stories and stuff. A lot of it is very funny. But there are people that, you know, if they're not big readers, uh, my book, Seven Men or Seven Women, I wrote a book about America called If You Can Keep It, which that book, I wish I could give that to every American because it's very easy to read. And you'll learn stuff. You'll probably be shocked that you didn't know it. And I'm telling you, I was shocked when I learned this stuff because we as Americans, we need to understand you know, what it is to be an American and why it's beautiful and why we need to keep the republic and all that stuff. So every one of my books is, is, is a little bit uh, different, 
And I just, uh, you know, I'm glad they're out there. And I'll sign any books that they're selling or even if people bring their own okay. books or whatever, I'll be delighted to just, you know, just to hang out. But, uh, you know, grateful to, to tell people about it. I know it's a big church. It can accommodate big crowds. So I'm uh, looking forward to hanging. Yeah. Eric Metaxas on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL, the Ocean City Tabernacle, 830 and 1030 a.m. this coming Sunday octabernacle.com for details. We'll keep our chat going in just a second. WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 446 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Author, speaker, and radio host, Eric Metaxas, our guest, as far as the radio goes. The show about everything. I love the title. And just out of curiosity, can you share for a moment why you do the show the way you do? Or for folks, again, who maybe haven't heard it yet. Give My a radio context. show, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I, I've always had this idea that, I mean, you know, I'm seri- really serious about my faith, and I'm really serious about loving America, conservative values. But, you know, not everybody wants to hear about that every minute. So I talk about those things a lot. But I talk about everything. Sometimes I'll have on a comedian or we'll talk about a movie or I'll talk about, you know, I like to talk about everything. So I say it's the show about everything. And if you don't like what we're talking about today, tomorrow will be totally different. Uh, I've had on some crazy, amazing guests recently. I had on a guy named Mickey Robinson, who is in a horrific uh, 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 airplane accident, basically died, went to heaven, Saw hell, like stuff that you cannot make up. I thought people need to hear these stories. He's very verbal, and so that's people can see a lot of the stuff on my YouTube channel because it's it airs as a TV program as well. Okay, but every day is different. I have different people. You know, some days we're talking about uh, election fraud. Sometimes we're talking about the vaccine. Sometimes we're talking about nothing that's going on today. Just kind of history. I love talking history. So it's a real smorgasbord because I think people. They want something different. It, sometimes the same old thing, you just get tired. You, you can only deal with it so much. So yeah. uh, it's a real, it's a smorgasbord. And if they go to my uh, radio, uh, sorry, if, if, if actually I tell people, go to my website, which is my name, ericmedaxis.com. If you sign up for my newsletter, we'll send you, it's like the video newsletter with all the videos and the shows and stuff. So you could just say, well, I'd like to listen to this today and I don't want to, I'm not in the mood for that, whatever. So we we send that out uh, once or twice a week, so just ericmetaxas.com. But so people can, they don't have to work to find me. It's all kind of, it's just sent to you. Yeah, you know, I just, I want to say this parenthetically. You're the only person I've ever talked with, and I'm 52, been doing this for a lot of years, who thinks the way you do, uh, and I appreciate it. Uh, the show that I do here, uh, it, it has a similar approach in the sense that I based it on John three sixteen. If, if, really, if Jesus came for the whole sins of the whole world, then everybody matters. And that's just kind of my gateway to having definitely Christian framework, not trying to hide anything. And your faith is certainly in your show, but, but it, it frees you up to, you know, talk about all, you know, talk with anybody, uh, you know, on the air, there's a time and a place for everything, right? You know, I'm not gonna have just anybody on, but it opens up the, the possibilities there. And despite that, you have, I don't know if you've had this too had people counsel you in radio like, well, people, when they go to McDonald's, they want McDonald's fries. So if they tune in today, right? right? What did you, how did you sort through that? I'm very curious because nobody I ever talked to you thinks the way you I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. I, 
I've always known for years basically what I wanted to do. And when I finally got into radio, you know, it was later in life. I wasn't a kid. And I said, listen, I'm too old to do what you tell me to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. And if you don't like it, I don't need to do it. But this was this was always my idea. Uh, I didn't need to break into the business. I had already written a lot of books. I'd done a lot of stuff. And they, they gave me this opportunity to do a national radio program. And I said, this is what I'm going to do. I mean, it's not going to be conservative news talk. It's not going to be faith talk. It's going to be everything. There's going to be plenty of conservative stuff. There's going to be compl- plenty of news stuff, plenty of faith stuff. But it's not only going to be that. I'm not going to be doing the same thing every day. And I just have this belief that it will find an audience, and that's the audience. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go hunting after you know Rush Limbaugh's audience or somebody else. I'm just going to try to be myself. Sounds like a cliche. Everybody says says that, but. In radio, it was kind of a daring thing to do, but it didn't seem daring to me. It just seemed like this is who I am. This is what God made me to do. I'm going to try to be faithful to that. And, you know, they, they uh, Salem Radio was willing to let me do it. And so I've, uh, you know, I've had ups and downs, and sometimes it's better than others. But generally, it's been tremendous. It's really been a wonderful thing. Well, you know, we do a lot of comedy, a lot of joking around. I just think it's important um, – to uh, for me to get all this stuff out there because I do think that there's a hunger for all these different kinds of things and it's been it's been doing very well the show's doing well and now TBN is putting some of it on TV on TV on the weekends and I'm putting all my shows either on YouTube or Rumble and again if people just go to my website ericktax.com we'll send them a video the, the the every week we send all the videos and you can say hey that looks good that looks good and um, I've just got uh, people talking about everything. And as I say, if you don't like it today, try it tomorrow. And uh, it's, a, it's a real smorgasbord. So I'm, I'm, uh, that's what God made me to do, and that's what I've been doing. Good for you. Just uh, I'll leave it at that. Good for you, because I have found almost everybody else in the whole world I've ever talked to along the way, they get the idea, they think it's interesting, but they think uh, people won't understand it. I'm like, nah, I think people actually will understand it. <laughs> so I'm glad you're doing well, it. Well, I mean, again, it's like I, I just believe, like, you know, it is uh, it is what it is. Some people will take some time to get it, uh, but I, I just thought this is this is what I'm going to do. So it's it's been working, thank God. Yeah, one quick question, just a, a, fun, a guest that I have not had, I'd love to have, Tony Shalhoub from Monk. How, how was that interview for you, and, uh, and just in general? That was... Totally by accident. It was the craziest thing. We were in the studio. I don't know what he was there, and somehow we sucked him into the room, and I had a conversation with him. I like to talk to different people, you know, across the board. So I have talked to Morgan Freeman. I've talked to, you know, just all kinds of people that are that are not coming from the same place that I am. And when I get to do that, it's a joy for me. You know, we're all complex individuals. We're not you know, one note Johnny's where it's going to be the same thing every day. And I, and I really enjoy having conversations about films and movies and whatever. And it's just, you, you never know. I mean, I've had Dick Cavett on. He's a friend. I've talked to him about Hollywood. And I, I just, I, I really do enjoy that. I've had on, you know, Rick's Little, the impersonator and different. I just had on the widest smorgasbord. And I just, that's, that's what I keep doing as I'm able to do it. I tell people it's like going to the food court at the mall. Instead of saying I'm going to McDonald's for the same fries, I want to go to the mall right. with my family in the food court. And, hey, can I have a bite of that? That looks good. 
and you learn, <laughs> right? <laughs> so <laughs> that's exactly no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, it, it means a lot to me that you uh, you see that you appreciate it for sure. I know you got a lot going on. Don't want to keep you much longer. Um, just folks tuning in, Eric Metax is going to be at the Ocean City, uh, Ocean City Tabernacle this coming Sunday. Two services, eight thirty a.m., ten thirty a.m. OCTabernacle.com for details. Uh, there'll be book signings as well, and just a chance to interact. Last quick question for you: Just you know, you have the author hat, the uh, radio show hat, host hat, the speaker hat, uh, but also just on the side of the, the party that appeals to kids. I know you've written a lot of kids' books, and uh, even wrote for Veggie Tales, yeah. and our family resonates with all that stuff. Just share about that that part of you too. Why you took have taken so yeah, much time? It's a crazy thing. A lot of my story uh, is just God leading me in ways that I wasn't planning on. And I'm not making that up. I mean, it's it's been miraculous. And I never had an ambition to write biographies. I've written three of them. People think of me as the guy who writes biographies. I never had an ambition to do that. I never had an ambition to write kids' books. I have written 30 kids' books. Starting when I was 25 years old, I kind of bumped into this thing called Ratters, and I started writing books for them. I've written other kids' books. And I know that that's just what God made me to do, but I didn't know it at the time. It was just this thing I discovered. So I've written a lot of kids' books. I've worked for VeggieTales. I did half. Uh, I wrote half of the uh, the uh, Lyle the Kindly Viking video for VeggieTales. I wrote the Hamlet Omelet parody. I'm the voice of the narrator on the VeggieTales Esther video. A lot of people think, really? Wow. No kidding. I'm the voice of the narrator on the Esther video from VeggieTales. So I've got this crazy career over the years. And as I say, if people just go to my website, ericmedaxis.com, you can kind of see the different pieces because it can be a little confusing sometimes. But the more people get to know me, the more they see it's just, you know, it just comes out of who I am. It's just a I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a crazy smorgasbord, and I just let it all hang out. <laughs> Plus, three to one penguins. You're part of that series too, which I love that series. By you know, amazing that you know that. I did a couple of voices on three to one penguins. How bizarre, right? Yeah, no joke. it's crazy. It's one of my favorite series. No, nobody ever mentions that. I love that you remember. You know that. That is really cool. Eric Metaxas, it's great to make your acquaintance. I'm glad we could chat a little bit and let folks know about this coming weekend as well. And again, folks want to check you out. Eric Metaxas, just your name dot com for all these other things we've been chatting about and. God bless you. Have a great weekend, and uh, we hope to catch up again sometime. Uh, Anytime. I just, I appreciate it. God bless you, man. Thank you. Sure thing. Eric with Taxes at the Ocean City Tabernacle this weekend, octabernacle.org or .com, 830 a.m. and 1030 a.m. as well. Quick break. We'll wrap up with our famous pun segment. Now, that's funny in just a moment. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email Timmy D at WFIL.com. 4.58 time for now. That's punny. Victoria, what happened when the blue ship and the red ship collided at sea? What happened? Their crews were marooned. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> Do you happen to hear about the pregnant bed bug? No. She's going to have her baby in the spring. What would you do with a brain if you had one? I don't know if I told you this, but I took a class to learn Braille, but I failed. It's a touchy subject. Uh, okay. Would you rather not talk about it? It's Braille. Yeah. It took a while. <clears throat> right. Uh, <laughs> I, used, I used to, speaking of which, I used to think I was indecisive. But now I'm not so sure. <laughs> and on that note, we'll wrap up. Thank you for listening. You're going to have a good weekend. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. 
Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.